Warning, this podcast may contain extreme language and stories that may be disturbing to some listeners. If you are at all related to the host, you will likely be disappointed in all the choices she has made. If you get offended easily, this podcast probably isn't for you. For those of you willing to continue, please enjoy the show. podcast my name is Michaela and today I am joined by someone you heard a few times on this <laughs> podcast hey everyone it's Nicole <laughs> all right so Nicole is back for her third episode third? yeah yeah okay so we have a regular already look at that um today we are going to be talking all about social media and social communications I guess yeah um we were talking about it the other day a little bit. She came home, and um, we were just kind of talking about, like, not only just how much it's used, but also what each app is used for, and we were just kind of went off on a super long tangent, and we were like, like, oh, yeah, fuck, we should talk about this on the podcast, because it's so interesting, and I know that it's a part of everyone's life, and so everyone's going to find it interesting. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, the other day, I posted a picture on Instagram. You guys follow me on Instagram. Check it out. But it was pretty much like I was I was standing in my kitchen with no clothes on except for like a underwear and I was just making coffee and my friend took a picture of me and I posted on Instagram because I don't give two fucks. because um, I don't I don't use Instagram as something where I think like oh, I want sex, like, I want people to, like, sexualize me for this post, or I want Mm -hmm. attention Mm -hmm. uh, on my body for this post. I literally just post things that I enjoy, and if people think I'm, you know, too slutty or too much on Instagram, then fuck them, go follow me, I don't care. Mm -hmm. But, like, that's, that's just what I, I I just literally post what I like to post. And then on, like, like, Facebook, for instance, I post, like, if I travel somewhere and I want my grandma to see I'll post, like, stuff like that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, it, I feel the exact same way, too. I don't ever post anything, um, like, I don't know, risky, I guess, would, would be a good term for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I ever did, I would do it on Instagram. Like, I would never put anything like that on my Facebook, because it's, like, family members, I guess, like, my parents or my siblings or, um, like grandparents like it's yeah. people that like eh, yeah they don't need to see that <laughs> yeah exactly I, I can enjoy things that other people don't and so that's why like I don't feel like it's a bad thing to not post somewhere I just think it's like knowing your surroundings and knowing that you know certain people are going to like certain things and some aren't and it's just more likely that people on Instagram would enjoy those things more than like yeah, of course, I totally agree. I mean, it's just, like, the same thing in, you know, like, social life in general. Like, you know, certain things are more acceptable in, like, a party atmosphere, whereas, like, if you're at a banquet with, like, you know, fancy dresses, you're going to have to act a different way, I guess. Exactly. Even if, and it's just out of respect for the people around you. It's not because you're fake, and it's not because you, you know, are trying to be a certain way in certain surroundings. Yeah. It's just, like, you have to, as people, we have to adapt to our surroundings in the sense where we're not going to make people uncomfortable that we're around we're not going to make people feel like they have to do something yeah exactly that's why i hate that there's such a like backlash for it 
Like, I guarantee you people judged you because you posted that picture, but why the fuck should they? Like, Yeah, because I don't you, care. You liked it. You posted it. No one else should give two fucks. Like, no one else should, like, talk about you for it or anything else. And it's exactly like you said. Like, if you had done that at a house party or something, totally normal. If you fucking did that at, like, a gala, exactly like you were saying, yeah. like, that's where it's weird. So why is it that we can't Accepted. apply that to social media, but we can't apply it to just, like, everyday lives? Yeah, and and I'm going to say right now, like, I never got any comments um, No, negatively. I wasn't saying she did. No, sure. yeah, yeah, I just wanted to clarify. Like, I never got anyone texting me or messaging me about that picture uh, in particular. But I'm, I'm just, like, as a person, I know that some people are more comfortable with things with, than others. And so whenever I post things like that, I, me personally, I'm so comfortable with myself. I'm so comfortable with nudity. I'm so comfortable watching naked people like online. I don't ha- like, I'm numb to it, I guess, to where me posting something where it's more risky, it's more scandalous. Like I literally asked Nicole whenever I post, I was like, Hey, like, do you think other people would get super offended by it? And she was like, no, I think it's, it's fine. And so I went with it, but I, you know, I wanted to ask someone that wasn't like, believe up like me <laughs> to make sure that it was like kind of acceptable you know yeah no i agree do you want to hear a really fun fact yeah wait what are you looking at just fun facts okay <laughs> <laughs> um 23 percent of facebook users check their account at least five times a day wow i probably check mine more than that i check mine on breaks at work because i want entertainment yeah but i just like and I, I hate that I do it, but I'll just, like, open it to open it. I don't need anything from it. I just, mm-hmm. like, open it to open it, and I don't like that. But I that's crazy. 23% of people open it at least five times a week. And it's interesting because we check social media so much, and people – one thing I hear, like, a lot for, like, especially, like, my mother um, – she always, she always has told me, like, once you put something out – online like it's out there so just make sure you know what you're posting and I understand that and I feel like in this day and age like social media is pretty important especially if you're looking at jobs if you're looking at you know different businesses like people will kind of check out your social media pages most of the time because of how big it is and the the way that I see it and maybe I'm totally fucking off the rails but if I post like I don't post things because I want, you know, someone I like to see. I don't post things because I want attention from three people that I, you know, didn't get the approval from in high school. I post things that I like and that I want to share with the world. And if people think it's too trashy, if people think it's too off the wall, if people don't appreciate it or don't like it, then me and them, you know, we either they just won't follow me on social media or we might not get along. And what I'm getting at is like if people are so into social media like I'm into social media and if they see that and if it's something they don't like or they don't approve of then it's probably not going to work because I'm just myself on my social media pages and Mm -hmm. that's like it it, it's like raw me it's like this is what I'm posting this is what I like and we probably won't get along if you are offended or you feel like some things are inappropriate or you don't like my commentary on things yeah no I would definitely agree I think that you know we are just continuously evolving and getting more advanced um and I feel like a lot of people get stuck 
mm-hmm. and feel like, you know, sometimes social media gets a super bad rap, but, I mean, it's ridiculous how much more we are in contact with family and friends and how much more you can do with your life and how much more is accessible from it that it shouldn't get as much of a bad rap and yeah we shouldn't be as judged based off of it either yeah no exactly and like with this podcast like obviously if you guys have listened to any of the past episodes you know I don't really filter myself I don't really care and like uh the reason this all came up is because my mom, like, called me or whatever and found my podcast. But she only listened, like, five minutes of it. She doesn't really care. Um, but she she pretty much, like, told me, like, just remember, like, what you say on there is out in the world and people can listen to it. And even if it's, like, you know, if it's bad or inappropriate, like, people can listen to it. And I, like, it's fine. Like, she, like, she asked me, she's like, do you like doing that? And I was like, yeah, I do. And if I want to do anything with a, with a future in podcasting, not like I, I mean, I'm only on episode nine, but like, if I realistically wanted to pursue anything, I want to start off being my real self, I'm not going to sugarcoat myself, I'm not going to fake it, because if I were to be, you know, this prim proper fucking nice little girl on my social platforms, and people got to like me based off of that, like, that's not who I am, and I would not want to live like a fake persona forever that's Mm -hmm. not something I can do I'm not capable of it because I'm such a abrasive asshole (laughs) oh but I love you (laughs) like honestly no yeah it's extremely difficult to go the other way also I feel like um with with like if you started out like oh and proper and mm-hmm. you know whatever and then once you got a big fan base if you were like actually this is my real me and like freaked the fuck out everyone would be like uh what the hell yeah. versus now that you're if starting I'm already trash <laughs> yeah and now that you're starting as yourself if like as you mature and get older if your tastes change then it's like they've changed you know your viewers change like with you and accept that versus a huge yeah. like Actually, now that I have all these followers, I'm actually yeah, because it's more of an authentic change, and people yeah. can understand like a growing of a person. But I just, um, I think it's ridiculous. Hey, so totally <laughs> sidetracked, but um, in high school, um, did you ever do that social media challenge with Christy? No, I don't think you did. Okay, anyways, basically, what it was was um. He was, like, upset and stoked with the world, you know, with everything being social media and everyone's on your phones and blah, blah, blah. And so for his, um, I think it was his English class. Maybe it was his government class. Ooh, I think it was the government class. I don't remember. Whatever. Um, not important. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so he challenged us to uh, not use our phones. Mm-hmm. I think it was, like, a week. Maybe it was 10 days. I felt like it was a lot longer. But, um, yeah, and it was really crazy not doing that and how much, like, I appreciated it. Like, you know, yeah, whatever, it's good to, like, unplug sometimes or not use it as much. Like, absolutely, totally agree. But I didn't think it was a bad thing. Like, the things that I liked doing was getting in touch with my friends, having conversations, Mm -hmm. like, having those moments, um, and seeing, like, what happens in other people's lives. Like, I don't think that that's a bad thing. I personally like it. I don't think that my phone 
controls me. I think that I definitely find leaving it, you know, places or um, not, you know, being on it if I'm mm-hmm. having a conversation with someone, you know, like, I think that, and that's just, like, personal-wise, you know, I definitely know people whose phones control them. Yeah. Um, but I think that it, like, his thing had the opposite effect on me because everyone else was like, oh, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, like, don't use social media. But I was like, I I like my social media. Like, I think it's a yeah. great way to connect. And yeah, for sure. I think that, that thing. I think that, um, I know that in, whenever I was in high school, I didn't do that necessarily, but I got in trouble a lot. And I got take, my phone taken yeah, away for, she like, did. <laughs> I, got, I would get my phone taken away for, like, months at a time. And so I was, like, it's kind really of... annoying. Sorry. <laughs> I was, like, kind of used to having, like, periods of time where I didn't have, like, access to my phone or my social media or anything. And it didn't, like, ever bother me. But whenever you're, like... It's, like, simple things. Like, whenever you're sitting in a doctor's office or you're sitting on the break at work and you just want to, like, mindlessly just, like, look at what other people are posting. Like, you want to see a friend that you haven't seen since high school, like, their babies, like, because you don't talk to them. And it's just really nice to, like, keep connected in that way and mm-hmm. and stay kind of informed while still being able to do your own thing. Because, like, I can easily go on a weekend vacation not have service, and I won't, like, freak out. Yeah, it's like, if I can take pictures, like, that's all I use my phone for whenever I don't have service. And I'm totally fine with that. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoy it. I think it's a really great way to connect. But it's like, whenever I am just sitting, like, I would rather scroll through Facebook and stare at a wall mindlessly. It's like, but you have to allow yourself to get out and do things to where you're not just on your phone. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I think that that's the biggest difference. Mm-hmm. I also just love um, getting answers to questions. Yeah. And, and I can use so it's many. Like an encyclopedia. Yeah so many platforms for that and it's just like the the effort is so effortless like you know it's it's so easy to just have a question or need somewhere to go like it um I can get very like stressed in my life and it's just such an easy way to get rid of stress like okay no this is five minutes away I know exactly where it is how I can get there I can you know it just it lets me plan certain things in my life that make me um like less stress you know right I think it's there's a lot of things that are just super helpful about it of course I mean not only can you educate yourself on your phone like with various various apps and tools on the internet and Mm -hmm. you know different websites but people um most people always say like oh users are so addicted to their phones they're so reliant on their phones but people have to understand that your phone isn't just someone something that you can call someone with it's something that you can research something with it something that you can use as a gps it's something that you can use as a you know a weatherman it's something mm-hmm. you can use for the news as a newspaper so you have literally hundreds of different tools that people would buy separately you know 20 yeah, years in, ago in the fucking palm of your hand yeah and you like, have it right there and it's not that we're addicted to our phones it's that we we have resources on our phones that are now in one compact device Whereas, you know, many years ago, we might have had 10 different devices with us to get, you know, the one thing. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And it's like, if you need to Google how to get a fucking stain out of your carpet, you don't have to call grandma's house. Yeah, (laughs) you can just Google it. And it's just, it's, it's, it's simple. And yeah, it might, in for some of the people in this world, it could be very bad for them because they might, they might abuse 
the privilege to have a phone mm-hmm. in the sense where they're just mind-numbingly stupid mm-hmm. and they don't use it for everyday tools but I mean like just and another like super helpful thing and again it's just something that is um like constantly on the back of my mind but having my phone like eases it but it's um the SOS on my phone mm-hmm. because it's such a like you know I if some man walked up to me with a knife, I wouldn't be able to defend myself. I don't know any defensive moves. Like, mm-hmm. I have pepper spray and I have a knife in my purse, but I'm not carrying them in my hand every time I go anywhere. But it takes five seconds to click my phone, and it's huge SOS emergency signal goes out, and I get to see the cops immediately. Like, it's such mm-hmm. a, like, safety feature. And obviously, I'm, I don't, like, completely rely on it. Like, but I'm just saying, in in that scenario, like, I would probably get yeah. taken or raped or something because I, mean, I, I couldn't do anything if yeah. I didn't have that source of protection. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's just, <laughs> if you needed it, you know you have it. You know you have police and ambulance and everything just right at the palm of your hand because we have that feature in our phones. And another thing that is really, really helpful just for daily use, daily use, daily use is, like, the um, health part of it where you can fill out if you're allergic to anything. And then people can literally, without even unlocking your phone, look at your oh, health yeah. ID and see if you're if you have like if you go into like cardiac arrest or something, people can see like oh this person she's allergic to penicillin or yeah something, yeah or, she's allergic to this and she has this health problem and you don't you just like that's and, all you need is just to look and at who that. to contact too like say I randomly took a trip this weekend and didn't tell anyone and or like told you mm-hmm. I told you I was going to the desert this weekend and then I got in a car crash or something and someone found my phone and they would be able to contact my dad because he's my emergency contact um and immediately you know get call the hospital and call them and so that everyone knows what's happening versus like hours later or days later trying to figure out like what happened you know it's just yeah it's, it's an instant thing and i feel like it gets way more bad rap yeah. than it should yeah of course because people don't understand how useful it is and not just in a convenience like simplicity sense but just in overall lifestyle like it could help you and it could you know it just makes your day easier and I'm sure everyone listening to this knows that but it's just like I don't know we just got to thinking about it and it's just like man everything even if you just take even if you take off all the social media apps an iPhone or a you know Samsung or whatever iPhone whatever phone you have in general is very helpful to your everyday Mm -hmm. life and you have to realize that, not just shit for me. <laughs> yeah, that's why um, we should be able to have calculators on tests because I'm never without a calculator because I have my fucking phone. So I think yeah, that I should be able to. But you need to know math. how to math. Nick. I know how to math, but I don't want a math book. It's just easy. Fair, it is really easy. But I know how to do it, so why they. So annoying. School <laughs> sucks. No, just kidding. Talk I about. love math. Anyway, I love math too. Ready for another fun fact? Yeah. Okay. Keep going. <laughs> um, Instagram has 800 million users. Snapchat has almost 200 million. Um, and then I found one, and it's called Weibo, and it had 600 million users. And I thought to myself, "Hmm, what the fuck is that?" And so then I clicked on the link because it's that easy to get my goddamn answer. I clicked on my link, and it's Chinese. I couldn't <laughs> read anything. It literally came up as 
a Chinese thing. <laughs> Weird. I know. I don't know what that is. It's one of the most popular social media sites in China. But I don't. What do you do? It's a Chinese word for microblog. It was launched in 2011. But, like, what is it? <laughs> I don't understand. I don't know. Okay, so it it's basically um, the Chinese equivalent of Twitter with um, channels like YouTube and Instagram. Oh, so it's all in one. Basically. So, America, get us Weibo. Yeah, what the fuck? Yeah, it has a 140 character limit to post, but you can, um, yeah, it's literally, oh, is it possible for users to upload videos, images, and GIFs? Yeah, basically it's just, they, they did everything into one instead of different companies earning different money. Use all of this. That's <laughs> awesome. Okay, well, now we know what Weibo is. Yeah, you're welcome. Not sure if I'm that right, but yeah. <laughs> it's me. Alright, so as you guys know, we're getting off track of social media, so um, as you guys know, we have, or I've been talking about moving to Alaska for quite a while now, ever since I started the podcast, and so the days are counting down, Nicole's leaving in... Yeah, my mom is um, flying in tomorrow, we're going to get some tattoos and start heading up on Friday, and I'm so excited, and it's been so long like I felt like it's taken forever for it to get here but now that it's here I'm like mm-hmm. oh shit yeah I did to pack every single one of my belongings and sell my bed and my dresser and my mirrors and like there's so much stuff that yeah I don't know I just kind of like thought oh I don't need to worry about that and then now that it's empty and sitting there I'm like yeah I can't leave that here <laughs> so on Friday whenever I post this that's when I'm gonna close leaving so you guys mm-hmm. might be listening to it while she's on the road um, I'm driving, but I'm leaving the 23rd, so I've still got like a week and a half, two weeks, almost, almost two weeks, and so yeah, we're kind of slowly getting things together. It's getting a little more real. It's getting a little more stressful, but we thought that since you know we've been since I've been talking a lot on the podcast about moving and going to Canada and all this, and we're gonna be documenting it through Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it'd be really fun to do some. Fun facts about Canada and some um, weird Canadian laws because we hear everything about like weird U.S. laws, but I've never heard anything about weird Canadian laws. So we are going to research that. Um, I love Canada so much, and I want to move there. So if anyone is Canadian and wants to marry me, hey, I will marry you. But we're just gonna um, research some things about it, and that's gonna be the segment. So let's get into it. Woo! Alright, it's time for the segment! So we're gonna find out weird laws in Canada. Yes, so my first one is um, in Alberta, it's illegal to paint a wooden ladder. So, you know, when you're off uh, painting your house or your tree house, don't fucking use a wooden ladder because <laughs> you're gonna get arrested if you drop paint on that fucker. That's so <laughs> weird. Okay, in British Columbia, it is illegal to kill Sasquatch. So if anyone finds them, you don't kill them alive. Yeah, (laughs) or take him to you know Alberta or something to kill (laughs) him. Um. Okay, in Toronto, Ontario, it is against the law to swear in a public park. Should not fucking go there. Toronto. Toronto, Ontario. Wow. Okay. 
All right. It's illegal to whistle in Petrolia, Ontario. According to the town's website, yelling, shouting, hooting, whistling, or singing is prohibited at all times. Wow. Yeah. That's, yeah, Jesus. Like, I'm pretty sure right now we would get arrested. I know. We shout a lot. Oh, my God, I do. Well, it's just, it's fun. It's a fun thing to just exclaim. Yeah. Um, okay. Nationwide, it is illegal to pretend to practice witchcraft. So Man. there's that. Oh. All you wet you women, you gotta stay in the United yeah. States or something. <laughs> Fucking muggles over there. <laughs> <laughs> um, in Alberta, it's illegal to set fire to the leg of a wooden-legged man. Okay, but the thing. The thing that I love about this is, is everyone ready? Someone had to set fire to a wooden leg, a wooden leg, yeah, wooden leg, (laughs) and then went to court and said, this isn't a law, you can't arrest me, and they said, oh yeah, that's true, and so then they made it a law, but he got to go free. Like, I want to be the first person to do something (laughs) that they then have to make a law after, because... That's fucking awesome. Like, something so random. Who in Canada is going around lighting wooden legs on fire? Someone who hates pirates. Well, that's true. <laughs> like, we just have an irrational I guess that is a hatred. Can't argue with that. Um, okay. Uh, mine is, nationwide, it is illegal to challenge someone to a duel and or accept an invitation to a duel. So, Nicole, I guess we're going to have to save our dueling for Alaska whenever we get to oh. Maybe we can't duel in Canada. But I like already had wanted. a duel. I know, oh. I already had enough and everything. Yeah, we really did. We really did too. <laughs> no, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> okay. Oh, it, yeah. Wait, it's um, it's liable to imprisonment for two years. That's If a you lot duel of years. someone. Etobicoke. Etobicoke. It's okay. It's um, Etobicoke. 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 Etobicoke, Ontario. Sorry, I don't know that word. Um, it's illegal to have more than three point five inches of water in a bathtub. That is sad. I know. How can you relax? Well, maybe, maybe they have like a really bad water shortage. So maybe. Or I wonder if too many people drown in the bathtub. No, I I probably I would think it would be a water shortage thing because that means that you one person can't have an excess of. Like, you can't just take baths 700 times. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's true. You have another one? Yeah. Um, nationwide, it is illegal to water ski after sunset. That's hilarious. What fun is it if you can't water ski in the dark? And what I love is, okay, so on this, like, website, it shows me certain things, and then every once in a while, they'll have a picture. And what I love is that it's, like, a sunset while someone is water skiing. (laughs) And it's like, well, you better fucking jump off soon because... That is so funny. All right, I think. Okay, we'll do this one. This is the last one I get. Okay, we're going to have two more. (laughs) So, in Vancouver, it is illegal to sell a stove on a Wednesday. Or, I'm sorry, it was illegal to sell a stove on a Wednesday from 1947 to 1986. So, for literally almost 40 years, you could not sell a stove on a Wednesday. That's so funny. This is so weird. Like, I wonder what happened. Yeah. I'm so curious as to why that was a thing. And then also like those poor stoves. I wonder I wonder if they got like an extra day off because no stove stores oh, would sell on Oh, Yeah, like Home Depot even. This one is um it is illegal to scare the queen. So because 
if you scare the queen, it's an act of intent to harm her majesty. And you can go to prison for it. That is crazy. I yeah. can't believe that. All right. Well, now you guys learned our opinions on um the internet or in social media. And you learned our weird facts about. Canadian fun facts. Or Canadian laws, I guess. They're Canadian not even facts. I, well, they are. Anyway, well, whatever. Fuck it. Whatever. You learned yeah. our shit today. You've learned. We educated you. You're welcome. Another reason why podcasts are amazing. Okay? Anyway, thank you so much, you guys, for listening. Nicole, thank where can you. they find you? Uh, find me on Instagram with uh, Nicole McMaster or on Snapchat with Nikki Ness. Yay! And, of course, I am the Fem Trash. Or, no, no, no. Well, this is the Fem Trash podcast. She is. But I am she at Fem <laughs> I am at Fem Trash with two H's. On Instagram and then at femtrash with three H's on Twitter if you want to find me there. So thank you so much, you guys, for listening. I really appreciate it. And I will see you guys next Bye. week. Bye.